The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The Eagles are at the podium, and it is game day. Week 2 preseason action coming your way later tonight. Get caught up here with your previews and your pressers with us at Bleeding Green Nation, which, of course, is all powered by SB Nation. I am your host, Michael Kist, and I'll keep the talk brief here as it's hectic right now. The massive podcast movement conference is here in Orlando, so I'm running back and forth between working on BGN and attending that. With that said, we'll try to get a recap show of the game tonight to you as quick as possible. Also, make sure that you've listened to the preview show. That's BGN Radio 74 with John Stolness and Brandon Lee Gowton. A quick shout out to a guy or a gal named Disappointed AWL who left a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. He did note one thing about this specific show at the podium, and I can kind of explain it. He says sometimes it's hard to hear the questions being asked from the reporters, and it's true. The audio being captured is literally at the podium and outside of that special presser after like the Wentz contract that's the only place that the audio is captured so I do my best to boost the audio overall and eliminate a lot of the background noise of which there's been a ton during training camp it's just really difficult to boost just the reporters without it sometimes sounding like a hurricane of trash hitting your ear so there's a delicate balance there and hopefully the coaches answers give plenty of clarity of what was asked during those questions so I do apologize that and either way disappointed AWL I'm glad we didn't disappoint you that much and you still gave your five-star review which we thank you for it is much appreciated Uh, today's at the podium gets you caught up with all the press conferences from the Eagles these are both from August 13th first up is Doug Peterson followed by Carson Wentz. Interesting stuff in these as the Eagles prepare to meet up with Foles in an exciting preseason action. We don't know if he's playing or not, but we'll see. Uh, let's hear what they had to say about it when they were at the podium. Do you feel like you've seen enough of Carson that you consider not playing in all preseason? Um, I mean, he's done, he's done some great things out here, obviously. Uh, I try to make it, you know, the way the practices are set up in training camp is hard, you know, as hard as they can be in camp. Um and not just for him, but for everybody. And, and uh, we've seen we've seen a lot of good things. He's progressing and, and getting better every single day. Uh, the timing and rhythm with his receivers is getting better. And, and uh, you know, it's it's still kind of kind of you know up to up to me, obviously, to, to play anybody uh, the rest of the way. But uh, getting a lot of great work in uh, these practices. The fact that uh, that lane's not available does that factor into your thinking still whether. No, it doesn't. Um, you know, again, I thought Malata coming out last week. Did, did some nice things. Uh, obviously, we had the, the flexibility of Big V could bounce out there, and, you know, we got spots at guard. So 
you know, that's not that's not necessarily the case. So do you think, uh, do you think reuniting DeFilippo and, uh, and Nick will be productive for Jacksonville if so? I think there's definitely familiarity there. Um, one of the things that you know, Flip knows uh, exactly how Nick thinks, uh, how how he how he plays the style, having gone through it, you know, for for you know seven eight games there at the end of the year, um, and, and it is a benefit. It is for a coordinator, a play caller, and a quarterback to be together um, again, or at least for a long period of time. Um, has that you know they, they can really I, I know this you can have great conversation you can bounce ideas off each other and and you end up thinking alike so it's a, it's a positive oh I just think it was a, just a combination of guys working extremely hard and making each other better um, you know that's one of the things that happens during camp as you guys know I mean get these warm days and, and guys are wanting to want to get better and, and it was just uh, um, you know aggressive and and it's really good to see. I mean, it's good to see that eagerness on both sides, and you know. But at the end of the day, they they shake hands, they make up, and and we don't carry it off the field. So we just leave it on the field and um, leave it at that. Why do you think Diller got visibly emotional uh, after practice? I mean, you know, listen, it's a it, young players. I mean, there's pressure to play. I mean, you think about Carson, his first year, and just pressure to play, and um, you know, he's doing he's doing an outstanding job, and and. You know, it's a it's it's a tough sport, um, and uh, you know, without getting into a ton of detail, I just think that he's just uh, he's so passionate about what he does and how he plays, and and uh, he wants to be perfect, he wants to be right, and uh, you know, doesn't want to make mistakes. And he's he's I just reassured him after practice, he's been doing an excellent job, you know, and, and playing really well. So there's really not nothing to worry about. How did Nick make you better? Um, well, you know, from from. I just had to go back, you know, and, and, and go back to my days when I was the quarterback coach with him here, and and going back and how I evaluated Nick as, as a player coming out of college and sort of that relationship that we only for a short period of time then, um, and then kind of watching his career from afar a little bit, uh, just it, it made me go back and just kind of study him as a player, um, and it, again it wasn't. You know, some of it was play design, you know, play call, what he liked. But I think I think that's the, the communication that you have with, with play caller and, and quarterback, you know, same that Carson and I have. And, and that just makes makes me better as a play caller. Uh, it makes me aware of his strengths, uh, which are different than Carson's strengths or Cody's strengths or Clayton's strengths. So um, all of that makes makes me a better, not only a better coach, but I think a better play caller. What's changed for Fletcher Cox in this past week? He had been out there previously. Yeah, no, he's getting a lot of work done. Still want to keep him, you know, healthy and fresh. We've just kept him inside the last couple of days to get his rehab done. Do you think there's any risk in not playing Carson? Like, what would be the worst that could happen in terms of, like, the rust? Like, what's the downside of not playing Carson? Well, I mean, downside would be, you know, something happens and he, you know, may say he missed the opening game or something like that, you know, with a, with a, a tweak here or there. That would be the downside. Um, but. You know, I can't listen. You can't put players in, in bubble wrap either. You know, I mean, this is the NFL. It's, it's football. There's going to be contact. And we just got to be smart with all our guys. Oh, God, Cody got ramped up since the preseason game. More second-team reps. How do you think he's handled it early on? I think he's handled it well. You know, he's still processing and working through the details of the offense. Um, you know, working through – also working with some different guys, you know, because uh, – 
which which takes a little time, but but he's he's handled everything really well. Um, you know, I'm excited for another opportunity again this week, and uh, you know, see his progression. Tell us something wrong here. You said that Carson's been progressing. Um, some of the practices it seems like he hasn't been as good as he was earlier in camp. Is that just a product of seeing the same defense over and over? Oh at my this gosh! Point? It, it totally. I mean, it, you know, listen, we're we're into our what our kind of third, fourth week, whatever, of training camp here. And when you get to this point, the defense knows the offense and the offense knows the defense. And, and it's, it is hard. It's hard. You know, you get frustrated. I know I've, I've been there. You, you, you're like, oh, man, I want that throw, and you don't get it. And, you know, and things just don't come off. But what happens is we get those throws during games. We, we you know, because we're not game planning our defense, obviously. We're, we're trying to – run our offense defense is trying to run the defense we're still evaluating a lot of players so you know um there's going to be days like that that's just the way camp is you said the unit squad practices down with the ravens be perhaps enough for you to evaluate carson well i mean it's still you know when you say evaluate him i mean what are we what are you talking about physically evaluate him mentally evaluate him ready for the ready for the I mean, it'll be another. It'll be another step. It'll be another step in, in every player's progression. You know, quite frankly, a lot of our starters, you know, as they prepare for uh, you know the season opener. But it's just another part of camp that we're going to go through. We're excited. You know, uh, Baltimore coming up here next week. We're looking forward to that. We should have some really good practices, and you know, that's a great way to evaluate. You know, kind of going back to the the question of you know knowing our offense, knowing our defense. At least now you go against another team that. You know, um, you get to execute your stuff. Uh, in general, though, not just Carson, but all the starters, having joint practices this year, does that affect your thought process when you think about not only week two, but week three in the preseason? I mean, it, it, it can affect it a little bit, but again, um, you know, it does break the routine for players. You know, again, it's, you know, uh, we've been banging on each other now for several weeks. You finally get to hit, you know, another team, and they get to hit another team, and um, that's that's a good thing, you know. You kind of you break that monotony of camp a little bit, um, and so I think I think it's a positive. Um, you know, I'd, I'd love to do more if I could. Um, something to look at in the future, but you know, it's it's a good time. Week two, week three of camp like this uh, is a good time to you know go against another opponent for a couple of days and and uh, um, you know see where our guys are. What schedule obviously changes after this week? practices change what have you learned about your team during training camp here and, and how do you feel they are you know I think I think we're we're right where we need to be this this time of training camp um, it's not a not a perfect or a finished product obviously we're still we're still building and, and working through some things I think this week was you know I ramped the intensity up a little bit in practice this week going back to Saturday with the Saturday Sunday padded practices and um, all by design you know to uh, to, to get our you know, our penciled in starters, you know, ready to go for, for week one. And um, I think, I think we're, we're, we're progressing, you know, again, by no means as a finished product, but uh, I like where we're at right now. At this point, what areas would you, would you like to see improve going forward? You know, obviously we work a lot of situational football. I mean, you know, today was a little backed up and we did some red zone today and we got to continue to improve. We, you know, third down, we weren't a very good third down team last year on offense or in the red zone. Those are areas that, you know, I've emphasized in training camp. Defensively, the same way. Um, you know, creating turnovers. You're seeing our defense, you know, get some hands on the ball or whatever, knocking passes down. So those are all things that, uh, you know, we strike 
or at least strive to do in practice, and, and we've got to get better to, to give ourselves a chance. All right, thanks, guys. All right, thanks. Carson, there's so much talk about the tempo of practices out in some really games better. Can you get a lot of work here and not as much in the preseason pretty much feel ready to go? I mean, we feel great out here. You know, these, uh, these practices are obviously very high intensity. Um, the defense that we have obviously is extremely talented. They present a lot of different looks, and um, everyone's flying around. So this is as game-like as you can get, minus the hitting. Um, and so I feel like we're getting really good work out here. Last week you said you trusted Doug's plan, but if you had your choice, try to get out there and play. And I, I trust Doug's plan. I'll, I'll stick with that. You know, he's he's got a reason for for what he's doing, and and whenever it is, you know, I'm I'm more than ready. Um, you know, to, to get out there to play. Um, but I'm good really either way. And like I said, I, I think out here we're getting so much good work that, you know, at the end of the day, I think he's kind of de- deciding based off of that stuff. When you see Nate go down, does it, put it, does it put the decision in perspective, though, for you? Um, I guess I don't really think of it in that. I see Nate go down, and I just feel bad for him. You know, I know for him um, this is a big preseason to kind of show what he can do a little bit. And um, I also know what it's like to, to go through injury. So, you know, I think we're – we're fortunate that it's it's only a couple weeks and everything, but uh, you know, I just my heart always breaks when I see guys go through injuries. So, uh, but he's he's kept a really good positive attitude with it, and uh, he'll be back uh, soon enough. It seems like the bulk of your work this training camp has been in the pocket, not as much rolling outside. Has that been the plan? Has that been the concerted effort? I don't think so. I think part of that is just kind of what our defense does. Uh, what, you know, the way our defense plays, and um, I don't think you'll see anything drastically different from that from that side of things. Um, this year, we always like to move the pocket. We always like to get out, run some nakeds, play actions, those things. Um, so I guess I haven't really thought about that. You do. I mean, you do. I mean, but at the same time, they, they do so many different things, and they present a really tough look every day. So uh, you get tired. Obviously, tensions run high at times. You know, things happen. But um, you're at the same time excited to, to face some other defenses soon. Do you feel like it's affected your performance? The last, the last week, seeing them, seeing knowing you, and you seeing the same stuff over. And over. I don't think so. I don't think so because again, I think we do enough offensively to, to mix it up, and so do they on defense. And they're always working on new things. So I think we're getting really good work against our defense, seeing a, a variety of coverages and looks. And I think we're getting better because of it. Do you think there's any downside to not playing in the preseason? I don't think so. You know, I, again, I feel good either way. You know, either way, whatever coach feels best and. Like I said, I'll be ready come week one, whether I get reps, you know, multiple times in preseason or none at all. Whatever coach decides, uh, I'm extremely confident in this offense and myself, and I think we're, you know, we're, I like where we're at. What would it be like seeing Nick on Thursday night? I mean, whether you guys play or not. Yeah. Know, just I'm excited to see him. Uh, you know, it's been a while. Uh, you know, we still keep in touch here and there, but uh, I'm, I'm just excited to see him. He's a, he's a great friend. And, I uh, wish him the best down there. So I know I'm, you know, I know for me and Nate as well, spending so much time together, we're, we're both excited to see the guy and, and catch up. Yeah. What's that? Can you tell you he's he, would, he wouldn't tell me that. Do <laughs> you have a favorite uh, Nick Hall story? Um, not really. You know, I just, I always credit Nick for getting me into liking coffee. Uh, Nick was always making coffee every morning, and I was never a big coffee guy, and then I tried the stuff he makes. So I, I, I credit Nick for getting me into coffee a little bit. Yeah, I mean, when we catch up, kind of the same way I do with other guys across the league, we don't we don't talk a lot of football. You know, we talk a lot about life and, and how's how's his family doing, how's his 
his daughter doing, his, his dog, you know, everything, kind of catch up like that. And um, so I don't know, football-wise, you know, we don't get into that, but uh, he's doing well, and it's always good to, you know, to see him hopefully uh, coming off Thursday. What are you at the stage in your career when you come into camp and, like, maybe say a veteran pitcher in spring training, you're working on a new change-up or is – are you do, do a lot, or you try certain passes? You're like, okay, typically in a game situation, I wouldn't throw this, but here, let's try it. Um, there, there's some of that, I guess you could say. Um, you know, a lot of that I'd probably say is more in OTAs and when you're kind of trying new things. Um, necessarily, not necessarily forcing passes, so to speak, but you know, you're trying new routes and new combinations, and coaches are always trying new plays and. And, and I like to bring up ideas, too. So, you know, you try a little bit new, but at the same time, you kind of stick with what you know. Um, but, but yes, there's a little of that going on in OTAs and then in training camp. So, so, so we're we're talking talking about, uh, preseason and playing in the preseason, and you're okay with either. Does that come from your history, the fact that you've missed preseason, you've played in preseason? So you kind of understand what it brings to um, I wouldn't say it's the history with injuries. I would just say just history of having experience in this league, you know, playing uh, multiple seasons now, having, you know, experienced the rigors of a 16-game season and uh, every every season going on. Like, I'm not real concerned about what preseason brings, so to speak, in the sense of, you know, what it can offer me. I think it's good. Um, but at the same time, I don't think it's necessary. So I really trust that the coach is going to make, make those decisions. We saw a lot of work in the red zone today. Um, you look at the possibilities between personnel groups and things that are available to you. Is this the most diverse and, I guess, potentially talented group that you have in that You could definitely argue that. You could definitely argue, I mean, the, 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 guy, the lineup that we can put out there in the red zone, you know, whether it's, you know, we can go a couple of different running backs, we can go tight ends, receivers, you know, we're, we have uh, some big bodies that we can utilize down there. I mean, like you said, it can be a very diverse group and, uh, also adding those couple running backs as well, you know, on, on the ground as well. You know, we can punch it in, and I feel I feel good about the ground game down there. So uh, I feel really confident going forward with the red zone. But as you guys know, uh, it takes a lot of work. It's a lot of timing, and, you know, we're, we're still developing that. What's the, what's the best way to describe how Nick possibly Yeah, I think Nick um, – the one of my favorite things about Nick was just his, his personality. You know, I think, you know, it's been documented the way – uh, we kind of see the game and the way we kind of approach life. We're very similar, but at the same respects, very different. He's very relaxed and chill, and, and I'm very kind of more type A. And, and so I think we worked really well together to kind of see both sides of it and then how that can really be positive to kind of just take a step back and be a little more relaxed about things. And um, just to see his approach to the game and how it was a little different than mine, but um, to find a happy medium, I think I, I definitely saw saw some good things in seeing how he prepared. What's been your, what's been your yeah, I mean, I love Clayton. Uh, awesome guy, and I, I like I like what he's done in through OTAs and training camp and everything. And um, you know, the game aside, you know, I think he's he's done some really good things, and he, he brings uh, talent at that position. So I mean, he's he's learning well, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him out there on Thursday and keep keep growing as quarterback. Do you feel like you've gotten the best look this summer from your? Well, your three training camps, I guess, that you, you know, from the secondary and the defense. Um, boy, that's that's a good question. I think every year, obviously, they present some good things. Coach Schwartz, uh, for one, always does a lot of good things on that side of the ball. Um, the talent that the secondary has over there with you know multiple safeties now, and uh, you know getting now Darby back and, and those the DBs that we have. Um, you know, it's it's hard to say which one's been the most talented, but they're definitely mixing it up probably more than we've seen in the past. Um, and so it, we've definitely got some really good work against them. Is it bothering you? You mentioned your injury history. 
Bobby would all have it framed that way, in that they were four totally different sorts of random injuries as opposed to, you know, a chronic thing that keeps happening over and over. There seems to be kind of an implication through Brittle. Yeah, listen, I, I get it. I mean, you know, you, you play a couple seasons and, you know, you have a couple injuries. I get I get what's happening. You know, I, unfortunately, I've ended the year the last two years on the bench. So um, there's only so much I can do um, to, to talk about it. And I just got to be about it. You know, I'm going to set myself up as best as I can um, to stay healthy, to play the whole season and, and get out there every week. But again, it's, it's football and, and things happen. So um, everyone has their own opinions. And at the end of the day, I'm not really worried about um, I don't think so. You know, I think first and foremost with my faith and just going through it, I've really had to kind of sit down and realize, okay, there's a lot more to this game um, and, and reasons why I'm playing. And so for me, obviously I want to be out there and that's always something, but it keeps me in perspective um, that there's a bigger picture and trusting in the Lord through that. So I've really had to come to grips with really not really caring what other people's opinions are on the matter um, and just, you know, doing, doing the best I can. Do you feel different three weeks in the camp than other years because of the what you did this offseason? Um, maybe a little bit. Uh, I think, you know, obviously just the, the training that I've done, the nutrition that I've really focused on, different things, uh, I definitely feel I feel better. I feel stronger. I feel more explosive. Um, but at the same time, it's been a while since I felt this way due to the knee and, and everything. So uh, I do feel good where I'm at. Lines, do you kind of feel like you're getting more work in practice this year? I guess as opposed, well, two years ago, probably the best comparison. Yeah, I mean, it's probably very similar to two years ago. Obviously, last year, um, that, that kind of spoke for itself. And um, but yeah, I, I feel like we're getting good work, plenty of work, and uh, you know, I, I like where we're at. Do you miss the most? What's that? Do you miss the um, food that you miss the most that you now no longer uh, eat? <sighs> Why would you do this to me? Um, I mean, pizza is one of the biggest, you know, trying to avoid pizza. You know, everyone, that's the thing you do when you hang out with the guys, you order pizza, that stuff. So trying to find pizza substitutes has not quite uh, been as successful as I would have hoped. Yeah, yeah. Oh, caffeine's good. Caffeine's good when you need it. Yeah. Not, not real pizza. It's been about six, seven months now. So uh, trying to find different substitutes and everything, but... Uh, it's been good. I, I feel good from, from the new diet. Right. Of the guys that are playing Thursday, is there anybody fans should really be not sleep on? Boy. Um, you know, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just really excited to see the guys out there again. Um, you know, really, I've been excited all offseason about the, the new pieces we've added, and especially those running backs. Uh, I'm definitely excited to see them get out there again between Jordan and Miles and, uh, and some of those other guys. So, for me, I'm most excited to watch those guys. Thanks, guys. P.G.